this is what you get today. Mm. I'm in a Jeremy mood. Is today Jer- <laughs> Josh's <laughs> birthday or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Are you coming bowling? No. Oh, okay. I invited you. I know. Okay. I hate bowling. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing either, but I wanted you to know I invited you. Jeremy's going to be there. It's scary. Why? People could die. It would... That would be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But it could happen. You're not wrong. Mm. Those balls are really fucking heavy. (laughs) Do you use two? Because I think it's recommended that you alternate, like, between two balls, right? the pros do. And, you know, Josh, he, like... He'll get so cocky. He'll like go over. He'll like grab his ball. And there's this thing by the balls that I didn't know about. It's an air vent that cools off your hand. Oh, so everyone (laughs) knew about this except for me. Everybody. Oh, my God. God, I'm such a Man, wait till we get to Alley Cat Strike. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not looking forward to that one at all. Mm -hmm. I remember not liking it. Skipping over it. (laughs) Do you remember that one? I don't. Yeah. But we should have like a Josh. That's on coming it, up too, isn't it? I think that's in the year two thousand. Year two thousand or Chelsea. She used to be on a bowling team. Oh hey guys! Hello. Now we see you. Now yeah. we don't. Okay. Anyway, what were Different we talking movie. about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, hi everybody. I'm Jacob. I'm Casey. And we're related, it's guys. True. It's true. Um. So. Thank you for joining us for another thrilling episode of Disney Channel Surfers, where we ride the waves of nostalgia, attacking all the different DCOMs all the way up to at least the year 2006. Then we kind of stop. And mm-hmm. why do we stop, Casey? Because they suck. They do. They start <laughs> to suck after a while. You know, we don't want to have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, DCOMs are hard enough as it is. You know, I was talking about this with uh, somebody at work today, how... Um, and we kind of talked about it in one of the podcast episodes, I believe. Um, yeah, Johnny Tsunami, where it's like a become kind of acclimated to whatever that decom tone is, right? Because if we're being honest, like these aren't the best movies. We know that. It's true. Mm-hmm. These were made for TV movies. Um, for children. And not made for mostly. our age group, clearly. Like uh, we're not the market. <laughs> yes. Um, that's why it's so part of our uh our grading of these things is uh, definitely dependent on nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And part of it, what was that? That was a weird sound. Well, it's gone now. Well, anyway. <laughs> oh, um, it's the fan. Oh, in the... weird. It just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you notice? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, anyway. So um, part of it's the nostalgia factor. Part of it's graded on, you know, sometimes they are legit movies. Like sometimes the good ones do stand out. Yeah, um, that's true. So, uh, but uh, it sucks that we are in the midst of what's regarded as the golden era of the decom. Yeah, it's so early in the decom world that I'm a little bit scared. Right. And plus, like usually things start out like kind of rough and then get better and then go bad. Um, they started out so strong because uh, they knew what they were. But granted, like they were finding their footing. I am noticing them getting a little bit better about um, story in general and including the parents into the picture, which mm-hmm. helps, I'm sure. Um, I also I wanted to point out, like, it's great when they don't uh, when they lean into the 
what they are, if you will. Yeah, like, that's uh, true. When they are aware of what they are, like uh, those are the best decoms to me, not the ones who take themselves too seriously. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, that's when also things the derail. ones that are like, like Johnny Tsunami, for example, like the coming of age, the like kid that's not an adult, but he's not too much of a kid. Yeah, that happy medium. I tell you what, today, Johnny Tsunami is just one of the best characters in Decom so World good. overall. I just just love because him. he, like his way, his approach to life was so good. Like it's that island mentality. Like there He's you so go. Chill. Yeah, <laughs> that is what it is. Um, so yeah, um, and we've uh been trucking along. Uh, last episode you got to hear kind of uh, uh recap of where we are. Mm -hmm. um, kind of our rankings and everything like that. So that was really cool. We've gone through a couple of commentary tracks. That's been a great time. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Love it. So love that uh, feature. Hopefully you guys are enjoying that too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've got a lot of cool things in store for us along the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, for today, this week, we watched... Don't look under the bed. It's supposed to be thunder and lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a mic drop. <laughs> that, or that. It could be that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so, right. Don't look under the bed, guys. This is the. Ooh, the this is labeled scary the scary one. Decom. Mm -hmm. Like, that's. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what it's remembered for. Um, Halloween Town, not scary. Like, Halloween Town isn't no. scary at all. Like, it's it's funny. It's quirky. Quirky. Yep. 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 Um, but this one definitely was trying to be a bit more on the scary side. And we'll definitely uh, talk a bit more about that as we get into the plot and all that. Casey, do you remember this one at all from the, the back in the day? Yes. Um, back so, when it first came out, which was 99, I want to say. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, we're hitting the end of 99 now almost. Hitting the year, um, 1999. I remembered it. I went to watch it today though and all the first part like with the clocks and shit i didn't remember any of that so then i realized as we're going as i was going the parts i really remembered were like all the parts with the boogeyman oh yeah um, boogie person yeah and the boogie person um <laughs> love that oh i can't wait it to was, get so that. That was so fun um <laughs> but yeah no i definitely I did remember it. Like, I went in knowing the movie and what it was about, and then we started it, and I was like, what the fuck? Excuse me. What contributes to that, I think, is the fact that, uh, you know, in researching this, you find out that... So, yeah, I remember it, but I also remember, like, it being one of the ones that they didn't play very often and was... Uh, at the time wondering like why that was because mm -hmm. they would rerun all the decoms up to that point mm -hmm. but they would always kind of skip over this one at a certain time and uh, come to find out like they tried to kind of you know Bury similar it? to what they did with Black Cauldron and uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame where oh, it's yeah. like they kind of wanted to bury it a little bit um, so yeah this is known for you know Disney kind of uh, airing it very little so uh, for the but since it's available on Disney Plus, it's a whole new world. Like I'm sure a few people like myself were like, "Oh my god, it's finally available!" Because yeah, you didn't see this one a lot. Often. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was part why of why they were mm -hmm. like, parents would call in and be like, "Hey, my what is my kid watching? Like this is some scary shit you're peddling, <laughs> Disney. I thought you were a wholesome family company." <laughs> and, the, and then the owners are like. Um, ma'am, would you please look into our work? Um, we <laughs> we are it does actually yeah. sort of seem like a movie that might have been made on Nickelodeon, doesn't it? Mm. 
A little bit, definitely, yeah. And in the realm of DCOMs too, once again, uh, this one is kind of an outlier. Like, um, this one definitely has a different tone, uh, similar to, but not in a good way, but I will say, uh, you know, You Lucky Dog and Can of Worms, those feel like different movies, right, in the DCOM yeah, world. Yeah, and this does too, for sure. And this definitely feels like a movie made for kids, as I was watching it this time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like annoyed by the main character. The main character. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm not I was okay. worried that I felt uh, a little yeah, bit insecure we... <laughs> saying it because you're supposed to Just like certain the main moments and in, in particular she came across kind of whiny for one. Well, um, just her whole family. Oh god, let's get into it. Okay, first of all, her name is Frances Bacon. Frances Bacon, middle name Bacon. Yeah, and that's why fuck? we had to get the B that I which they answered that just in time. I was like, "Okay, why how are you going to explain her, like, doing the bee thing? Um, bee for bacon. Bee for bacon. <laughs> um, the children, all the children's names, I, except for hers. So the other two are Albert and I wrote them down. Sorry. Uh, Dar- I said, ugh, Darwin and Albert. Because, <laughs> like, Darwin. All these shitty and names. And Albert Einstein. Like, Francis. You know, yeah. And then Francis. Oh, Francis Bacon. Oh, is that what they were going? I didn't even put it all together. Yeah. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Dar- okay. Wow. Yep. So did not put it, it really together. Really annoyed me actually. Dang. And parents, they really. Uh, and I got what they were trying to say. Like, okay. Yuppies, this- right? Like, I mean, it's a yuppie family. Kind of. I wouldn't say that they were yuppies. I would say that they had like. They were science parents that had high expectations for their children. Oh, yeah, when yeah, yeah. I think of a yuppie, I think of like a high class Yeah, hippie. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I don't know. Yeah, they're so, more academics. Yeah, yeah, and that just annoyed me so much of her like pretending to be a grown up and looking down at her friend who, by the way, was a terrible little actress. Joanne. Um, oh, my you want to know why? <laughs> Please. Did you recognize her? No. She's from the <laughs> stupid show. Uh, um. The Disney, what is it? Uh, the movie Surfers, um, which kind of is loosely tied to our names, but not like but we're, it's not. we're different. Okay. We're, it's very <laughs> different. We are channel surfers, okay? No, um, but no, it was the Disney movie Surfers, which was they were they called themselves a show, but they were one of those things Shorts. that, yeah, you uh. know how similar to like Mike Super Short Show. How they would have those little I weird short though. segments in between their shows, like shows within shows. Like, it's just <laughs> shows and commercials nonstop, kids. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway. she was terrible. I mean, so, yeah, she, she like, was awful. She and she kept... went away quick. Like, I think, I bet you she, <laughs> I bet you she had more scenes. And they cut them. And yeah, and they were like, you know, do we need this? It's like, no, I think we can cut <laughs> we can this just out. Cut this. Yeah, yeah, because also like the thing on the lawn never really resolved. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, she just so every stupid. time she talked to her, she was like blinking a lot. And that whole stupid the the thing that they decided to give her is like, oh, hi Bert. Uh, you know, it's that friend who has the crush on your brother. You know, we've all so had that. Ugh. I hate it. Um, yeah, no, Joanne, no good. No good. Um, Francis, barely good. Barely, um, yeah, because she, it was her, it was just the role they wrote for her. Mm. I feel bad because maybe she's a great actress, but maybe not. Um, Loved her look, like that short hair, adorable. red head. And yes. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looked great. Uh, I love the opening music. Great, yeah, opening music. The whole opening segment really so uh, set the tone. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
uh, first of all, like it pans down and it reveals those uh, boogie hands, which I mean, this kind of the fuel of the movie. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. it, this thing runs on creepy hands. Ugh. Um, and those yeah. hands were very well done. I will say um, the makeup was good. Makeup was on point. Um, was I was afraid it wasn't going to hold up because honestly, the picture, like the background or whatever, the mm -hmm. I don't know, the screenshot, the whatever picture that pulls up when you bring this up on Disney Plus mm -hmm. um, just didn't look very flattering. It, yeah, I was like, like yikes, makeup icon. does not look mm -hmm. good. Um, but that happens sometimes. Just resolution doesn't always. Yeah. Um, hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't um, always translate well. Um, but no, I was relieved to find out it held up pretty well. I think I thought so too. Makeup was pretty good. Um, did the the skin tone of like the boogeyman kind of reminded me of like chicken, like cold chicken? If that makes sense, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like cold, like plucked uh, chicken texture or that, whatever. I um, didn't think that, but now I will. But you kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know. It was, it was gross. It was. It, was it looked gross. wet. Like, it, but it couldn't be. Oh, it was. Ugh. It yeah. was yucky. So that's what I mean, guys. Obviously, the makeup was pretty dang good. It was, um, yeah. Anyway, and uh, yeah. So, uh, yep, you're right, uh, Joanne. Like, I'm. I was glad to see her go. <laughs> Just <laughs> not a very too. good actress. Um, Bert was fun though. Like, I liked the how they kept like sprinkling him throughout. I and, uh, the he scene was fun. in the kitchen with the parents <laughs> when she was like. Um, I don't know what she said about his anger. Yes, yes, that, <laughs> yes. That was like one of my first notes. Yeah, it's one of the first things that happens is because these we see these clocks like getting reset or something, right? Some some that spooky stuffs going bizarre, on. Bizarre, and that would have pissed me off so much. <laughs> oh, if it actually happened, because yeah, waking up at super dark out. Morning. <laughs> at, after a certain while, though, I remember as a kid, like the those mornings sticking in my mind. Uh -huh. You wake up early as a kid. Yeah. Um, it's dark and you're like, what's going on? Like, it's so disorienting. It is. Um, it happens like it, like in the winter, like particularly. Especially yeah. in Oregon. Yeah. Um, we definitely like still, I'm ha I get up at five, you know? Yeah. And yeah. when I go to work, <laughs> I definitely, sometimes I feel like I'm driving in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, it is disorienting still. So whole but, yeah. house wakes up and yes, I know the moment you're talking about <laughs> and they're all like trying to figure out the situation cause we're all tired and it's just like, it doesn't make sense. It says it's like, well, I forget like 7am and it's yeah. not, um, uh, we get this family. Oh, did you recognize the mom? Um, I'm sure. Did you? I didn't. I thought so... she was so annoying. Really? Oh, so that's the Shit. mom from Brink. It's the same mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like, yeah, the parents in general are I not liked, the best parents. Like, no, I dislike Sometimes them so they manage much. to make the parents compelling in these DCOMs. Um, these I, parents, not so much. I think dad like, was interesting. I thought the dad was interesting. Um, I think that, you know, this movie could have been so much better written because, like, they had a backstory, right? You know, their kids. They got had caught leukemia. up in the world, which which I would too. Like, I love the imaginary world, the boogie world, and all that good stuff. Me but, too. But it felt like, yeah, the, but the heart, like, yeah, the heart of decoms was missing. I was like, you know, they have all the things they need to make this like beautiful. With mm -hmm. the kid that had the cancer that overcame the yeah. cancer, like, I mean that was pretty cool in and of like, itself. Like dove that into plot that line. much yeah. more though. I mean and that's some parents... serious shit. I mean bone marrow transplant. Like I remember this was the movie I think that taught me about bro bone, bone, marrow bone marrow transplant. Transplants. It's a real serious. It's serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely very invasive. Um, it, and it doesn't. Yeah, they can't give you pain medication. Yeah, 
Ugh. God, it hurts like not a fucking good. Bitch. Um. Anyways. No. Um. Yeah. So I just thought that the parents were like lacking in the compassion side that I wanted to see. Like I wanted them to to have that heart to heart moment that we got like in Johnny Tsunami. Mm-hmm. Even though Definitely. the dad was kind of <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the dad. Yeah. Not the best dad. Like yeah. he came around at the end. Like he they did, did have a good. So they gave the good character the growth. Um, but they did a good job at making me hate him in the beginning, for Same. sure. But yeah, um, he's like, I do not. Yes, the pent up. <laughs> yeah, we all know you have pent up aggression issues or whatever. He's like, I do not. And I was like, that's comedy. <laughs> it was so, I laughed out loud. I was like, that same is same here. I was like, ah, way to win me over, movie. Um, so and then, this like, uh, did uh, uh, it. Uh, so both the opening sequence of like that weird haunting, like, uh, pov shot like yeah, the bird's eye cool. view going along and and the, even the shot in the kitchen where we're just like the camera's just stationary rolling and we're just seeing this family like piece things yeah, together that was nice. this is some impressive stuff like i noticed again like i like when these decoms let the camera roll like sometimes yeah. they get too fast cutty and that's when you know it, it kind of becomes jarring and really draws attention to itself you know like i was saying um this one uh, and it also, again, it like hints at the fact that, okay, guys, like you're in for a scary ride this time because that opening stuff, like there's a lot of hints to horror movies that I noticed. Like that opening Me shot uh, is reminiscent of like Resident Evil. Sorry, yeah, not, not Resident Evil. Oh. Um, Evil Dead. That's what I meant. Oh. Um, Evil Dead. Um, Evil Dead is uh, known for having that, yeah, POV shot that it goes a lot faster, but still, I'm saying like that it still had that camera same camera work. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, no, yep. I definitely. Yeah, um, I like all of that. So, yeah, and there's some other horror movie references, um, like Nosferatu even. Like, there's a lot of that shadow work stuff. Yeah. Like, that's very of the, like, Dracula and Nosferatu mm-hmm. period. Um, creepy stuff. Like, you know, long long fingers. What is it about long the, fingers? And the nails. Ugh, yucky, yucky. The nails, yeah. Unkept nails. Um. Um. So, yeah, we get introduced to the family. Bert, uh, yeah, Francis, uh, when we mentioned Darwin. And Darwin was the one who got the bone marrow transplant. Yeah, Dar- Dar- Darwin was the one with leukemia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and his uh, brother very, very graciously gave him bone marrow, which saved his life. Totally. And awesome. uh, the impression we get, like, Francis, um, they don't cover this in too much detail, but, like, uh, Francis was not eligible to be a donor for she whatever. wasn't a match and neither were her parents and that can happen right like yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah okay and based on blood type or maybe some other factor just not a match okay right not a um match. so got it uh okay yeah that makes sense because otherwise yeah the parents would have yeah you're right okay um how do we feel so annoyed by mom um i so i pointed this out in the brink episode she's from step monster that was a big influential movie on mm-hmm. me when i was growing up so I kind of I like her initially, but you're right. The character of the mom herself is very annoying. Um, she is. I did appreciate like her benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. when her daughter looked completely and totally guilty. Like I did appreciate <laughs> that she was like, well, maybe not. Yeah, right. I can tell you the person that annoyed me more, not to skip ahead too much, is the counselor lady. Oh God! She was yes, the dear God, worst. And I wanted to fast forward every scene she was in. I hated her, <laughs> which sucked because she talked very slowly. Yes, it was terrible. But um, anyways, um, right. Um, and then how do you feel about the dad? Nah. Yeah. 
Well, I just, he's an interesting actor. I recognized yeah, him as I well. Yeah, I definitely recognize yeah. him. And it's he's, not that I think that he's, either uh, one is. You know who he is? He's from um, Groundhog Day. He's Ned <laughs> Ryerson. <laughs> That right? is who he is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You see it now. That is who um, he is. He's got the beard. Like that's the different. Like it. It. Yeah. It does it change your whole changes entire it. facial structure mm-hmm. when you have a beard. He's. You know what? He rocks a beard pretty well. Oh, I yeah. gotta say, he's a beard works for that actor, Stephen Tabalowski. Hmm. Um, good actor. Like he continues to act to this day. He's really good. Does a lot of comedy and stuff. Um. Yeah. Dad. Darwin. Brothers. Um. Francis is. Kind of a negative Nancy. Um, yeah, and I, t- I didn't really like how she treated other people. Like you have to be grown up, like right. grow up, Joe. I'm and just like she's the one, and like oh, it's so high and mighty because you got to go ahead a grade, and that's another. Ugh, like being held back is one thing, but Francis here was accelerated a grade. Apparently, yeah, ooh, I wish I had parents that could send me ahead one grade. You know, that's what it is. They're the they're the privileged parents. The you know, it's it's that it is yeah. very white privilege. I mean, because they're even academics like, ugh, you know, um, so that's yeah. <laughs> so we get introduced to Joe, who we know sucks, who apparently loves Bert. Uh, they go to school and a lot of weird ship. Ha- <laughs> a lot of weird shit happens at the school and everything. And I. I was confused. Like, I thought this, like, happened over the course of time, like, a few days or, like, a week or so. But they, apparently this all happens, like, in a day. It's so fast. Right? Like, yeah. Um, it has when, to because so the, like, they get there. Yeah. Yeah, they, they get to the school. And the teacher guy parks his beautiful car that he shouldn't, nice car. shouldn't park there, It's just man. begging to, I don't know, get, like egged or something i don't know i i just wanted something some damage to happen to it i don't know what but anyway go on so they're at the school the manic laughter as the eggs flew down onto the car (laughs) (laughs) was disturbing (laughs) i was like "Hmm, and this is our introduction to the boogeyman um it's all it's all done like they do it very strategically very well done like very horror movie-esque once again like it's all it's the hand it's the shadow it's the voice (laughs) and And uh uh, and yeah eggs that freaking car that beautiful car owned by that teacher oh my god and the inside and outside which honestly i wrote that was pretty satisfying to me honestly all those egg, all those eggs breaking on that. You know, part. Though, I don't know that like those parents did not have that many eggs. That had to be like five dozen eggs. Oh, don't they establish in the beginning of the movie where that did all my where eggs are the go? eggs gone? <laughs> um, and I know they. This is well done, like dream logic, because I think even Francis mentions like, oh, what if there was a dog on the roof or something? And oh, sure enough, there's dogs, there's on, dogs roofs. on the roof. So they're they're So see, like things are all kind of loosely tied to Francis at this yes. point. Um, although I don't know how I don't necessarily know how the the weird thing where she comes out there and like all the students are like frozen in place. That was weird. And then it starts for some weird reason. When the bell rings, everybody starts yeah. moving. I was like, what's going on? Again, good dream logic. Like they did good with these weird things, I guess, like the things they chose, like, and they tended to be the typical, uh, high school. <laughs> what if scenarios like, Hey man, what if we went to school? Like, Oh, it was just, our, our swimming pool turned, turned like jello or something. Would you swim in it? 
Right. Which I uh, did think that that was a good touch, by the way. The Jello. The Jello. Uh, the Jello, which again, like I think they're missing Jello. Yeah, the, the dad says I wrote it. Missing down. a lot of food items. Yeah. Um. He goes. I wanted to make my wiggly fruit thing for dinner. I love that line. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what he calls it. And he's, oh, you're right. Oh, I loved that line so much because he says it so straight face too. Yeah. I'm going to make my my wiggly red thing. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, dad. It was so weird. And then, yeah, so there's that shot of, there's this montage of all these weird things going on at, <laughs> I loved the name of the, the town. Middleburg. Yeah, it is a Okay, good name. we get it, movie. Yeah. It's the average town. I love it. Like it's so funny. <laughs> it's Middle of the road. <laughs> yep. Middle of the country. Oh boy. Um, really trying to drive home the fact that, hey, it's just your normal everyday town. Ugh, love it. Um, I will um, say that like in the scene where everybody's paused on the you know on the lawn yeah so like we had already seen the jello scene at this point we had already seen the uh the eggs and shit Mm -hmm. and like you know we could tell that joe was like going through some shit because we also saw her shoes by the by her bed Mm -hmm. and or not joe sorry uh francis yeah um and we had seen like you know the thing in the lawn and mm-hmm. so, but then we're like, is she doing it? That that made me question it for a second. And I wrote down, like, starting to wonder if Francis has multiple personality disorder. <laughs> because I've been watching a lot of, like, mind fuck TV shows oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that do that to you. They're like, actually, it was <laughs> uh, her all along. Multiple personalities, of <laughs> and course. I'm like, ah! Oh, man, after the sixth sense, that was always the thing. Um, some, or something like that. Mm-hmm. All, all about the twists. Um, actually, that's about the right time. Um, <laughs> That's so, true. uh, yeah, the Jello thing though, um, people would die. Um, that kid would be dead, and God so help any dead. of the kids that were already swimming underwater when it. Did. I didn't like that it changed like in camera. I didn't like it that we disturbing. saw it like. But I did like to see the red Jello in the pool. I was like, oh, that's good imagery. It looks like blood. yeah, it was cool. But the person like with their feet up in the air, I was like, that's stupid. Yeah, they should have just not had that person in there, weird in my opinion and then the teacher though is quick to suspect francis though so quick was, i'm just like, yeah i was that i thought that was weird yeah i didn't understand why they were blaming her right away it didn't make any sense to me like and especially like, like yeah they don't it was, know that her house is missing the eggs and the jello so why are they blaming right. her and when he finds out about the list of the numbers and stuff he's like that's what really like gets him like suspicious she's it's like what well first of all no i get actually i was like well Fr- francis why are you collecting all the addresses like that's weird like yeah. i get like getting the names maybe but 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 the other way too the teacher has no right to be suspicious of that like she's just trying to do due diligence yeah. like, innocent until proven guilty guys yeah bro um, um, but because she's a woman, no. <laughs> yeah, sure. no. Um, uh, and the fucking—that's when we meet the counselor, who was my least favorite character. Oh my god! And yeah, she movie. presents her stupid theory. Oh no, that's not until later. Th- yeah, <laughs> oh, it's god. just a theory. Um, uh. <laughs> um, but no. So the teacher, yeah, was weird, and uh, it's the same teacher that it's his car that gets egged and stuff. Um. But eventually, oh, and the principal like gets stung by bees because there are bees in the. Oh, and this whole time, my bad for not saying this. uh, This whole time, she keeps spotting this guy. Right. And she's just like, who is that? And nobody else can see him. And he's. (laughs) 
And every time they cut to him, he always does. He has to crank his neck like one way or the other, yeah, like or you know, like <laughs> like hey hey from Moana, like just <laughs> tilting it this way and that. Um, yes, and this is uh, so yeah, and this is Larry. Larry. Um, and uh, Larry is an imaginary friend. Which, um, yeah, we don't really, under, at first, again, because I didn't super remember like this giving movie. giving her weird looks. When yeah. I was first watching it, I was like, is he a ghost? Oh. Is he dead? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I started to, I mean, I did start to remember, but it it took a ridiculously long time. Right. It wasn't until we started seeing, like, boogeyman shit that I was like, oh, I know what this movie is. Right. Um, Larry, like, and they really drag this on a little too long. Too where much, just, yeah. When and she, they keep it going, and on it, they keep it going throughout the whole fucking movie. And it, they do. It wears on me after a while. Yeah, when um, she like we'll cover stands that. on the table at lunch, and she's like, "Does anybody see yes. him?" I'm like, "What are, what you, are you doing, dude?" Um, no kid would do that. No, like I mean, a high school. Like, come on, drawing attention to yourself. Hello. What, especially if you're the youngest kid in the crowd. Like, you don't. Want and that. like making a big deal about the fact that oh, I'm such an outsider because everybody knows that I'm one. <laughs> I'm actually a year younger and everything. Ugh, that whole thing at the swim team. They're all older, but they're, they're all, all older, older than, than I am. It's like, bitch, they're all older than you are. Like, you're, <laughs> that's yeah, the, your thing. Man. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that's your whole life. Um, but uh, yeah. So so yeah, in that meeting that meets she's Larry, having... and he is like this guy, like is really good at doing physical business. Like it's he just like looks Bits. around himself, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You can see me," and disappears behind a bus. Ooh. Um, yeah, they really drag this out. He is my favorite character, though. Same, and that's what I remembered I from when I was a kid. Him. I yeah. was like, "I this is why I watched this movie is I just wanted to see Larry do things." Um, um, it had it was a Jim Carrey style of acting. It was right. And he did a great job. Like the bits that he did were really, really well drawn out. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to skip ahead too much, so let's talk about that meeting really quick first. Uh, mm-hmm. When they all meet with her and they're all accusing her, and then she sees Larry, and mm-hmm. she's like, come on, everybody, and she brings everybody, and they all think she's going Scooby-Doo chase. crazy at this point. Mm-hmm. All the teachers do. And he's like in there, and he's playing instruments, and nobody can hear him, and nobody can see him. And, and that's when it should occur to her. Like, that's what I would, that's, yeah, that was my note, where it's just like, it takes her way too long to, like, kind of accept the fa- I get it. Like, she's supposed to be the one who's always practical, like, will seek out the logical explanation. But it's like, she submits one way or the other. So for her to keep coming back to, it's like, oh, no, there's a logical explanation. I've read, like, like, you keep going on with it. I've read a lot of books, and I've watched a lot of movies. And most of the time when it's a person that's with her type of personality, what they do is they try to ignore the person's existence. Which is, like, not what she does even a little bit. So right. So I was like, they could she have can, done that, yeah. right? That would have been a better trope than her, like, trying to get people to see him when she knows people can't see him. Exactly. She literally, and she, she knows that. doing that. Yes. But I will say it did pay off a tiny bit in the library, which was, like, my favorite physical bit of his was to play with the little kids. I, like, thoroughly enjoyed that scene so much. It makes the character uh, likable. It did, Yeah. And all the kids clapping for him and shit was very cute. And later we found out that was pretty meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the, yes, I liked the use of Peter Pan. Very relevant. Too. That so See, good. that was the closest thing to like a, like a, a thorough, like soulful moment. Like the I use know. of that. 
I think um, the ending was supposed to. <coughs> oh, yeah. We'll get to the but ending. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep going. So, yes, the library bit. Does that happen next, uh, roughly? Like, I think so. Like, I think uh, so, because he's, like, telling her, you know, I know what's hey, wrong. Hey, I'm an imaginary friend. Happening. He does He does introduce himself that way. And mm-hmm. I loved this, like, an imaginary friend. Like, come on, bro. Like, and so he can do whatever he wants. Fun bits of like dancing in front of people, and yeah, very cute. Which is very actually silly. more hard on the other actors, not the Larry actor, it's right? Because they have to yeah. completely ignore his existence. Because that's the first thing we pick up on as audience members. Like, oh nope, he saw him. He saw him. Totally sees yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the whole library, and they're at the library to. So Larry's still trying to like uh, keeps, convince her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and he keeps hearing voices in his head, <laughs> which was, <laughs> this like, was great. So that bit was so funny to me. Oh, you know the voice in your head. You know the one that, that sings those songs that you can't get out of your head. I did love her response. She's like, "No, that's uh, that's Barry Manilow." <laughs> yeah, that. And was she's cute. not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Manilow shit is very catchy. So catchy. Um, yep. Um, but yeah. yeah. That was no. funny. Um, a little he... dated, though. Sorry, guys. Well, no. Barry Manilow's eternal. What am I talking about? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, but then he... <coughs> so he, the voice in his head told him to go to the library, so they go to, to the library. And to help Francis, essentially. Yeah. And so he goes and he shows her, like, no, I'm real. Look at me with these little kids. And that's what finally proves to her, like, okay, he is an imaginary friend. I don't know why I can see him, but, mm-hmm. you know. Her reaction, though, because they're at the library, and the library has, like, this little TV that... Uh, has a story storyteller on it um fun idea and very i feel like totally real and authentic like totally, totally yeah be a thing um in real life though i gotta say that it would be a real person just telling the story yeah probably yeah definitely now sorry um, josh is doing the dishes um <laughs> and oh but the, her reaction when he's in the tv is a little much be- just because it's like guys <laughs> We know how TVs work. <laughs> he, <laughs> he could be in two places at once. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it did throw me. But then the fact that he's gone and then it's, so then now he's in the TV reacting yeah. to things. That's when it becomes weird. But I just felt like it's like, what? what? That was a big reaction to the fact that he's, oh, he's there, but he's, he's in the here. TV? What? <laughs> what? It's like, Francis, you're the adult, as you like to continually and tell, tell people. everyone. <laughs> um, but right, so we get this, yeah, we get the whole Peter Pan segment, and that's about Tinkerbell, which, Casey, take a moment to talk about uh, Tinkerbell. Uh, guys, relevance to you? I love Tinkerbell. It's Tinkerbell one of your has things. always been my favorite Disney character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's spunky. She is protective of her friends. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I don't love the way she treats other women, but we can get into that another time. Yeah, that's it. Um, they could update Tinkerbell, and it's though. It's also relatable, honestly. How do you sadly. feel about what they've done with Tinkerbell now, though? Like, Tinkerbell's the Tinkerbell I TV hate, shows. And <laughs> I hate the Tinkerbell movies. They uh, made her too much um, for little kids. I don't, she had an edge. I don't like that she talks. Mm-hmm. I don't like that she talks. I hate that they gave her a princess voice because I think if anybody could have had like a different kind of voice, it would have been Tinkerbell. A huskier um, voice. A J-Law voice. Or like even more high-pitched would have been okay, but she just had that perfect princess voice. Mm. Um, fun fact, I like have never actually seen the full Tinkerbell movie, so I can't judge it too much. Mm. I tried to watch it with my nephew once. He was in my lap. We were watching it on my laptop. And he uh, closed out of it about halfway through. <laughs> and I said, what happened to Tinkerbell? Don't you want to watch that movie? And he looked at me and he goes, 
Tinko Bell is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Well, you just clap your hands. Just clap your hands and just believe. He's like, no, no, Auntie. (laughs) She is dead. And that's when I knew my nephew had no soul. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, he was really little. He was like three or maybe four. It was really cute. But anyways, uh, but, yeah, so Tinkerbell, very relevant to Casey. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the part in the story of Peter Pan we've all probably been familiar with at this yeah. point um, where, yes, uh, Tinkerbell drinks poison and is dying, but... Peter Pan seeks the help of the audience members, whether you be a reader or in the stage <laughs> show, it's the audience or in the probably in the fucking movies. They do it, too. Um, uh, but they enlist your help to uh, if you believe in fairies, just clap your hands. And eventually it brings Tinkerbell back to life. That's and it right. just shows the power of belief. You know, it's a it's a great, great metaphor. And, and that's the entirety of the movie is believing. the movie. Believe. Yeah. If you don't believe, believe and grow up. It's a weird, weird. Let's yeah. Let's yep. okay. We'll definitely talk about all of this at the end. Yeah, but let's finish getting through the actual movie. Yeah. Um, so Larry, uh, oh, presents the, ti- the book. Yeah, and the, the author is Guy in Head. Guy in Head. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, this is the silliest and cutest thing ever. I really and, uh, freaking is loved it, it. Is it dedicated to or, Larry? Um, yeah, dedicated, it's dedicated to Larry. To Larry. Uh-huh. Um. And so they, she checks the book out when she realizes that Larry is, you know, an imaginary friend and he's here to help her. And they go back to her house. Oh, and that's when Larry sees Darwin. Yes. And, and like tries to talk to him. Oh, and Darwin sad. doesn't respond. And this is the first time. So most like all little kids have been responding to Larry because that's one of the rules of imaginary friends, of course, is little kids can see them. Um, which is what makes uh, Francis's case so strange. Is like, why, why can, can you she? see me? Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's where the guy in the head comes into place and all that, good right? Stuff. Um, but so yeah, we're still unaware of like exactly why she can. Yeah, where are we? Uh, that's okay. why Francis was so unique, though, was because she could see him, and we couldn't figure out why. So we had just watched Larry meet back up with Darwin. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get his attention, and he's trying so hard. He's like, "Just believe in me, believe in me," and that made me sad. Yeah, that was. Crazy. I was like, you know, because Darwin, even though he's got a very, you know, wise name, <laughs> Darwin is still a very little child who's been through some traumatic shit, crazy shit. Like he that has been closer to death, yeah, <laughs> than any child should ever be. Like, yeah, in a way, <clears throat> he kind of had to grow up. <laughs> um so <laughs> you guys didn't get to see that look but it was good <laughs> um so yes darwin and so it's no secret that yeah larry says that he was darwin's right um i don't think that's any secret yeah no he says i didn't know he was your brother that's right um yeah. and so that kind of cleared that up so then they st- he stays there mm-hmm. hold on yeah no he stays this is before the boogie juice oh Ugh, yeah. Um. Uh. He stays there though, and uh, they're gonna try to see the Oogie Boogie Man or whatever. And so he wakes uh Francis up in the middle of the night, and he says the boogeyman is on the roof. Oh, I really quick uh, just to back up they the little squabble about the daylight savings time thing. 
so, so stupid. Stupid. Just pissed me off. And that's what I mean. That's I think what you're referring you spring to. Back. No, you spring back. No, you spring forward. I'm it's like, like nobody would think that. Nobody would think that. And yeah, why that's would why you she's think so you stupid. Spring back. Yeah. Like you are a freaking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh, anytime Francis says to somebody, it's like, oh yeah, there's this guy. <laughs> He's following me around. She, did you notice that she does it like that pretty i mean i'm exaggerating a little bit but she, no, but she anytime did. she tells people that oh yeah there's this guy he's he's following me around which starts uh, like or 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 to larry he's like hey why are you why are you following me around like oh i did not like that it's like girl like, i hated it yeah and we'll get into that at the very ending it's not okay but i did yeah. not like that they were trying to make her have sexual chemistry with an imaginary friend um, <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> made me real uncomfortable, real um, <laughs> uncomfortable. yeah uh, mm-hmm. so and yeah so fast forward um yeah, yep so, they want to get to the bottom of yeah, why the boogeyman find out like what's happening with the boogeyman they're mm-hmm. gonna try to catch him, why he's like, after yeah. francis he thinks that uh francis is being framed um yeah that was a cute scene everybody yep You're i love that yeah holds up a picture frame um, the whole neighborhood is like against her, I guess. Joe is now not exactly on good terms with Francis because She's of the stupid flowers that got planted on her front Joe lawn that say, Bert. Joe loves Bert. Stupid. Um, um, yeah, and so the boogeyman like shows up in the middle of the night. Yep, and is on the on roof. On the roof. And is this and... is where we see the first hints of Larry's little yes. dealio? Okay, so um, Larry's going through some ch changes oh that's fun um yeah and i mean we had sort of gotten some weirder hints earlier like in the library he put his sunglasses on just an overall note larry can be intense sometimes can he's I just an that? intense guy he can be intense he's an yeah. intense guy so yeah he gets up towards the roof to try to you know capture the uh, yell i don't know what he's trying to do to the boogeyman but he goes up there right yeah and he keeps and, trying to tell francis like hey do you see him do you see the boogeyman right and she's just like no she's I'm like no i can't you. see nothing fall through. yeah um <laughs> and he like asks him what do you want and he's the boogeyman's just like <laughs> the boogie oh and this is where we do get the first reveal of the boogeyman this is by the way like midpoint through the movie yeah um and this is our first full-on reveal seeing. um yeah. and he comes on the scene and pretty scary yeah pretty he's, scary yeah. makeup yeah 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 Good um makeup. he's got the he's got the sharp like yucky looking teeth he's got here's the weird makeup detail to me was those weird like fucking whiskers yeah you know that was talking about? super weird right um, they were whiskers <laughs> i definitely thought that was weird too yeah. and i was and like, he's got hair he a cat? You know. yeah it was weird um like hair like grease like greasy kind of like um PC spiky slicked back hair yeah. and you know typical like wrinkly air and then and then contacts for sure contacts though. oh yeah yeah for sure um like purpley looking uh yeah contacts I'd... and the what the costume attire is how would you describe it piratey victorian era <laughs> yeah piratey um <laughs> victorian yes yeah. definitely baggy and, um, um yeah yeah and the the like collar and stuff yeah um so yeah larry goes toe-to-toe with the boogeyman for a little bit and is this also with the christmas lights are going up yes so yes. okay yeah. so and they come out the by comment. the way francis is like i don't see anything just a bunch of christmas lights hello like <laughs> right right <laughs> and this is not strange to you anyway 
Um, um, so yes, Larry fighting. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and the boogeyman says to him like, "Oh, you're gonna join me in the boogie," and that's when you really like, "Oh, okay." I, ah, I, yes. You know, you'll I, be seeing a boogie in the mirror. Yes, that was it. That was a good line. And by the way, uh, this uh, I didn't write down too many of these lines just because there's too many. But the boogeyman is speaking in a particular way. Um, in rhyming couplets. <laughs> yes. So I did write down my favorite line. Oh, good. Yeah. What you got? You look around and you will see the blackout starts with B. Yes. <laughs> that was a good one. So good. Yeah. And that happened. Yeah, that, that happens, happens now. now. Um, That's why I was getting to this part. So, um, yeah, the lights go on. Very uh, Christmas vacation esque. Yeah, um, and all the other lights in the neighborhood. Boom. Boom. Go, Go out. out. Uh, P.S. Uh, there were not enough lights on this house to uh, <laughs> to warrant a blackout. But okay. But, you know, whatever. Sure, whatever. Sure, it's sure, a decom. Sure. But uh, but I love that. that Yeah, that's what they were going for. Family comes out, sees the whole situation. She, like, correct. puts a fucking ladder through her parents' window. Oh, that's right. And her Dumbass. parents, like, wake up. That would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. um, her parents, like, come out, and then they see her red-handed. What would you have done if your parents would have seen you in that situation and you knew that... I mean, I've been in a situation. No. <laughs> Nothing that bad. Um, I would have pretended like I was sleepwalking. Yeah, like, what? Whoa! What? What? I mean, I but maybe I wouldn't that. have pulled it off, but like <laughs> I would have tried. She's just like, yeah. What happened? I need to go to bed. I'm really tired. I don't yeah. feel well, and I'm so like, that crazy. doesn't tell them. My parents would not have let me go up and go to bed without telling me what happened. Yeah. But anyways, um. So and next day, dad goes out. Newspaper this is headlines. Insane to me. There was a fucking helicopter hovering <laughs> over their home. I'm like, is that is this town that small? There's so yeah, and they there's so little going on. That big that they have a helicopter at their disposal to bring. And the stupid paparazzi. The dad, I loved his running into the house though. Like again, this actor is this actor is one of those actors who's clearly in a movie. He's in a higher league than he definitely (laughs) was very good. Yeah, Um, but anyway, like yeah, he gets back inside. Um, family is freaking out. Like, Everybody's panicking. And then he's like, we need to take a family drive. And the brother's comment was so funny. He was like, I want to go have dental surgery or something. <laughs> He'd rather go have dental surgery. Yeah, is what he for said. sure. Um, and then she's like, I don't feel well. I want to go to bed. And they leave her at home. They leave her at home after they saw what she had done the night before and then seeing all the crazy <laughs> right. neighbors. They God. left her at home. These parents. What the freaking fuck? weird. Why would they leave her at home? And they keep, I think they keep like trying to justify it. It's like, we get why you're acting up. We just don't want to know why. Like, why? Like The what? dad is like a little bit more like. He wants to yell. Yes, he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this, and by the way, the dad I wrote down, he's kind of more, I described a beta male. Is that right? Or more of a, whatever, like. Sure. Submissive. Like he's, he's the one doing the more. The chores around the house, the stay-at-home yeah, dad type of situation. <laughs> he makes the yeah. He does all those type of situation. I don't want to. I don't want to say he that labels. he does the m- mm-hmm. more. Yeah, that. No, he, but you know. Uh, but what? Yeah, whatever. He's helpful. Yeah, he's very helpful, and yeah, definitely like, I don't know, definitely an academic guy. Mm-hmm. So then the mom goes to the school though, because the school calls her up, and they're like mad. Like, you know, we know she's behind all of these bees on the lockers and behind the jello and the eggs. Mm. And, uh, and they go Freudian. 
Yes, and that's when Mrs. Reed will go ahead and tell her little spiel. God. Oh, I don't even remember. Like, Me her either. theory being theory. about aggression uh, due to the fact that, oh, she had to donate her bone marrow to Darwin, so therefore this is her acting out her aggression by lashing yeah, out with that these she had behaviors. to do that. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's interesting, but it was Bert that donated the bone marrow. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, that's just a theory. It's like... You had a quick, you had an easy segue into a news area where it's just like, I mean, that equally, like you would be yes. <laughs> equally aggressive. Like, yes, over, it's I like, literally oh, thought the same Bert thing. is the hero. I am, you well, know, not. Because we already like, got whatever. a feel for that with when her friend said, like, oh, what your brother did was so brave. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, all, all I, I did, did was, was lie there. Down. Yeah. yeah Jesus. I was like, this, this fucking Mrs. Riedel lady could have like come up with that theory the second that the mom yeah. said that but instead she goes oh it's oh, just a theory it's a theory i'm too stupid yeah totally so uh then the dad decides to invite the- this was weird this so- is bizarre yeah okay good this is bizarre inviting the teacher over for dinner because they I think needed that to make this a pork roast a- anyways <laughs> <laughs> and this comes out of the whole news report thing, right? Like, because they just, they want to clear Francis's name, essentially, and uh, get on good terms again. Right. So they invite Mrs. Riedel over for dinner. Weird. Um, who does that? And I wrote, like, do parents do this? <laughs> right. No, I don't think that's normal. Um, unless you go to, like, a rich, private, ritzy school, maybe it might be more normal there. But, like, she clearly went to a public school. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen Disney do the private school and they do it properly. So, like, I didn't, I was confused by the whole thing. And I was like, you know, she's not an, like, she might be a counselor, but she's not, like, a therapist. So, Mm -hmm. if you're going to invite somebody over for dinner, like, maybe Mm. it should be a therapist if you think your kid is going crazy. Right. And hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it's that weird. was super weird. That was weird. And I just don't know. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just weird. It is. It's a weird uh, thing. Um, so that's the plan. Um, and so cut to. So it's that night. Larry comes over, right? Yes. Because he's going to build. Yeah. In this book, yes. there's a way to build what's called a. a, a, a I don't know. The tempterfuge name of it. or something mm-hmm. like that. Tempterfuge. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. Um, essentially, it's this rig that is attached to a clock, and you take these jumper <laughs> cables, um, and you attach it to the boogeyman. You turn it on, and it's supposed to uh, kind of fast forward time, I guess, and it makes the boogeyman age really fast because really they fast. have a very low um, uh, biological clock. So if you accelerate right. them by age, like uh, they'll be um, useless. Like uh, yeah. they'll be powerless. Right. So that's can, the idea. Yeah. Cool, cool. Fine. Like, it, you know, it's not genius or twas the night science, but right. it, it checks out. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed fine to me. I was like, yeah. I, this isn't that unbelievable. And I liked that he explained it to her like, hmm. well, it doesn't make sense to grownups, but it makes yeah. sense to little kids. And then he pulls out this like weird contraption that looks like it was made by little kids, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Cuckoo because, clock and all. Yeah. Because um, he's got that like child mentality, yeah. you know, um, which I love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he... uh turns it on though to show her how to use it and then it sprays shit all over her what was that 
oh they because he attaches to, oh yes he and i loved that <laughs> segment it's like show me how this works cut to black and white <laughs> this larry guy so he lo- you could tell he just relished any moment to do a character thing which is just so he great he put his all into it which i really loved he was having a lot of fun and it showed and that's what i mean again like and it's right for the time. This is 99. Jim Carrey is in power. So I feel like he was very much inspired. A little bit. At least a little bit by for Jim sure. Carrey. Because this what was kid wasn't? kind of broad and very physical acting. That's why it kind of comes to mind, I guess. Um, but that was funny. That but then, yeah, he so pretends good. to... It becomes like a scene out of Frankenstein or something yes. like that. And so, yes, they make the milk age really fast. That's his proof. It's like, yeah, it's sour. You're right. It, it's aged like three months. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, disgusting. And this is where he reveals, like, we've already seen his eyes have changed color to right. this purple, which I wrote, like, these contact lenses had to be painful as fuck. Yeah, because they had to have been thick. Yeah. Um, and you can see some shots are definitely like sometimes, yeah, maybe they did use computer to highlight some stuff. Yeah. But no, you can tell he's wearing contact Ouch. lenses though as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then they put these badass fingernails on the guy. Freaks Francis out again. And Larry, like again, like it, it, things get intense where he's just like, oh, you, it's your fault. Uh, he doesn't believe in me. And like yeah, he, he starts getting out. mad. Oh, and... and that scene was really sad, too, because he was just like, you were relieved that you couldn't help your brother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, that's pretty harsh. Well, yeah. and like I've I've watched a lot of medical shows. <laughs> And that's like a common theme is people wanting to help their family, but also being afraid of like surgery and being Hell afraid, yeah. you know, that is a scary thing. Like it's mm-hmm. not a light, what the brother did wasn't a light move. So, no. I mean, of course, and you know, you know, before going in to do the bone marrow, it hurts. Yeah. And so I'm sure she was scared and mm-hmm. I'm sure she was relieved that like at least her brother could do it, but she didn't have to do it. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. that that struck a chord with her, though. You could definitely mm-hmm. tell. Definitely. Um. So then at dinner that night, though. Yes. Larry goes... <laughs> decides to. So he's made the tempterfuge. That's all good to go. And now, though, to lure the boogeyman to the <laughs> tempterfuge, they have to make what's called boogie goo. Um, yes. So I think they're even at the dinner. The stu- oh, God, she's there. Uh, they're trying to have a conversation of some kind. <laughs> Francis smells something, goes into the kitchen. Holy crap. It is just a mess. It and is gross. Larry is, it is Bill Nye the science guy in that. Yes. Place. The um, pot that he used is giant. Huge. It would never work on one burner, but. And what are the ingredients that he had to gather? Like rotten eggs and oh, yucky, God. yucky shit. And. Yeah, slugs at some point. And... Yeah, there were slugs in there. There was all kinds of weird shit that he was pulling out. Mm-hmm. And it was purple because everything in this movie is purple. Purple. Um, which I liked. Uh, I loved that they used camera angles to make it look like he's licking the spoon, even though it didn't always land the time. Yeah, but I, I loved agree. that they used that instead the of... The cheese like, there was yeah. very cute. Um, um, so, yeah, he makes this boogie goo. And, yeah, apparently boogie people or boogie men love it. Um, um Meanwhile, outside, uh, banana pudding is being served, this I think. This part grossed me out so um, much. Oh, same. Um, so Larry used the blender to... He needed sweat. So he mm-hmm. used one of Bert's socks and like blended it in the blender. It's like... And Francis said, well, you cleaned it out after. He's like, huh? And she's like, you didn't clean it out. And so the dad had made banana pudding using the blender. Mm. And the teacher lady takes a bite and pulls out this gross I mean, soggy the, 
I will give her soft. this. The gagging that she did, yeah, it was, it was good. Real. It was good. Um, it Too made real. me want to gag though. Yeah, yeah, it was really intense. Uh, we find out know. that uh, so this is where we find out what makes a boogie person exactly. Because up to this point, we don't know the details of like where the boogeyman comes from or anything like right. that. Right. So like so yeah. Uh, real quick though, he like gets into the pot. Oh the yeah. Mom comes in. And then getting out was very another physical bit that he did, which I thought was pretty cute. Really well. and, oh, really quick. The mom, by the way, mo- the mom I wrote down, the mom's lover or hater, the mom's stinky kitchen acting was pretty she fantastic. She did a good job. Yeah. I like, was like, I wow, I feel believed, this room. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely like even when she was talking, you could tell that she was like holding her breath, which I appreciated. Yes. Um, so anyways, she helps him get out, and that seems kind of important because then when when she goes upstairs to find him later, and he's like boogied out. He at is this boogied point. out. Holy shit. Francis. He's even talking different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, chilling. the whole thing. And um, uh, Boogied out. And, he's and like, that's when we find out. Oh, and he's talking in rhyme. So see, that's yes. what I mean. That's when you know he's really changing. He's changing. And we find out that boogeymen are created. So if an imaginary friend is... If their friend stops, stops believing in them too soon, they will turn into a boogeyman. Um, so this this is again one of those things that's kind of loose. It's like I thought this was the boogeyman, but apparently it's boogeyman. Like anybody can become a boogeyman. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's kind of weird to me, and it's also a weird rule that it's like it okay, who de- who determines? Yes, who determines when it's too soon? So yeah, obviously it's the voice in your head. Totally, <laughs> yeah, you know it has. That's like God or something, <laughs> yeah, big time. Which, um, which is what they're going for. It no, is. Yeah, it's uh. You're so conscious. that's it's. <laughs> Again, it's not Twas the Night. It's not genius. This is not as solid as some Agreed. DCOMs can be. You know um, what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, he like, so when he's all boogied out and he's like sniffing her and shit, he's like, you have the boogie juice. You must have stepped on it. And he mm. picks her foot up and I thought he was going to lick it. <laughs> um, and then she was like, no, I didn't. And then they both realized like, oh, it was, well, then how did it get it up here? Darwin. Oh, no. And oh yeah, they cut to a shot of, and they could only do this once. Love Larry like crawling across the floor. Ooh. The fuck? <laughs> you remember yeah. that oh, part? Of course I do. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, Scary. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember being scared of all of this. But you know what I wasn't scared of was Boogie Land, which mm. we're about to see. So yeah, we cut to, uh, yeah, Darwin is in his not his room no he's in no, Francis's he's in her room, room because she went she into women. his room yeah and the purple smoke that comes out from under the really bed cool. before it gets grabbed yeah. oh yeah and the fucking dolls <laughs> oh the dolls the fucking dolls why all the dolls why'd you have to keep cutting to the dolls everybody knows like dolls are creepy okay we everybody get it. knows that that we clowns there are a few there are these images in life that are unanimously you creepy know, yeah mm-hmm. creepy and those dolls are one of them Ugh. Um, okay. yeah, and so then he screams for help and gets pulled under the bed and into Boogie Land. Another traumatic thing. Very scary. Very scary. And then, you know, uh, Even though Larry, Larry's boogieing out, he's like, you know. God protect his little buddy. Yep. He's going in after him, but you stay here. And yeah. She's like, why are you being so mean? And I'm glad she said it because she finally vocalized what I was like. It's like, he's pretty- He's mean. <laughs> he's like, what do you expect? I'm turning okay? And he's like, ah, this, I'm just so, ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, anxiety inducing. 
It um, was. She reveals that she was actually relieved, but you know. yeah. Then she confesses to that, which I thought was really. I d- I guess that was the heart moment, right? Mm-hmm. I guess so. <sighs> I guess. Um. Anyways, so then. The dad comes up and chats. He basically just prolongs her going in. Like, I was like, what's the point of this conversation right now? Yeah. I'm going to go get your mother. Okay. And then she and goes And Larry the goes bed. down there because he's plugged in. And so he's plugged the tempterfuge in. Mm-hmm. And he's got this really long cord. And yeah, he goes down under, down, under town. Under, I really liked the, the like, little uh, swirly place where you could see where oh, the Pucky Land was. I totally loved that. The, yeah, the space-time continuum. Yeah, the portal. <laughs> <laughs> um more scary the more boogie he gets yeah i wrote that a I lot definitely yeah <laughs> i agree he definitely so yeah spooky. and then we are we get to boogie land and this was cool i wish the whole almost the whole movie would have been it's kind of like halloween town i wish almost the whole movie would have been in boogie land they did like some behind the scenes stuff showing the set of boogie land and it what it was just like oh my god you could it actually go so there cool. yeah it was so cool they should have like, made it a land oh my god it was so good <laughs> i was like why in the world is this only the last 20 minutes of the movie um and so they get i loved uh when they get under there uh they find this car, which is now a big car. Uh-huh. I loved the rule of like, this is a wind up car. So how do they make it go? Like they have to wind, wind it, up. it this up. This was so cool. Like it was, I don't it know. It was good. just well done. And it just, uh, yeah, really cool. And so they get on the car, they race around. This is where the special effects were at their worst. Yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> but you know, you got to have your car scene. Um, so they race along. The cord is unwinding the whole time. And before right. you know it, boop, runs out. He's out of cord. Um, and then right then. <laughs> yep. And then they come across Darwin right then. He's yes. wrapped up in a sock. <laughs> yes, he's in a sock, which I thought was funny. Very funny. Um, and then creepy old boogeyman is showing up, just gliding, doing this, that stupid little like gliding along and oh, yes. just being creepy. Yes. Um, and Larry's like, look out. Like, she can't see it. And, like, this is supposed to be big time hints to us. Like, the fact that she can't see the boogeyman is a big thing. And okay. so weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know. They keep drawing attention to that. So I thought I would help them along. Um, <laughs> so, yep. Uh, Larry. Um, so then uh, what happens? Oh, uh, so then he, yeah, is able to approach the boogeyman and it doesn't occur to him like okay you you were struggling this whole time and now right. you can Why walk, can you just walk? Uh-huh. and so attaches the jumper cables and turns it on and doesn't Nothing work happens yep and i loved that the boogeyman tries to convince him though he's like ah that was good gotcha like <laughs> and then shows him the was this supposed to be plugged in yeah <laughs> And then the whole like, yeah, dragging him by the court. I was like, oh, oh I hate no. when villains do this Me because too. they're like, oh, no, like, what's he going to do? He's attached. Yeah. Oh, no. He's, yeah, pulling Larry closer and closer by the cord. With the cord it's like, yeah. oh, no, what's going to happen? And meanwhile, Francis is still trying to save Darwin. Yeah, they're like in the sock together. <laughs> <laughs> um, And uh, they, uh, yeah, it's all getting really intense at this point. So now they got to figure out, well, how are we supposed to plug it back in? Um, Francis pulls the cord all the way down as Larry's like uh, trying to fight the boogeyman. Or no, uh, but also turning into the boogeyman. He's starting to turn. And this is when he pretty much goes full 
Goes full boogie. Full boogie, man. Full tilt boogie. Um, and then they're like partners all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he yeah, and Yeah, him and the boogeyman. Yeah, at one point, they high-five, and they I high was five. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um. So he, Fran- uh, Francis is with Larry, and boogeyman is going to throw Darwin, Darwin off has, and the edge boogie of Boogie doesn't care. Cliff. He's like, that's fine. You know, Boogie, boogie Larry. Mm. Boogie Larry doesn't care. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's just like, whatever. Do what you want. I'm going to get Francis over here. Yeah. <laughs> and... uh. Then Francis is like, Darwin, can you hear me? Darwin, you have to believe in Larry. You have to believe. And makes him do the Peter the Pan clapping. thing and starts mm-hmm. clapping. And Boogeyman's like, stop that. I loved the Boogeyman actor, by the he way. He was great. He was so fucking good. So good. Um, so good. Reacting very well. And so, yes, uh, Darwin manages to clap. And Larry is convinced that he believes again. So now so he's Larry... no longer a Boogeyman because and the way Darwin he, like, believes. Just, like, Shed the skin was weird. Weird, very <laughs> it was weird. Really weird. I'm because glad first that... he got all puffy. Yeah, it... and then he just broke away. It was. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. and then Larry now in full cowboy gear. Yeah. Um, goes to attack the boogeyman and he grabs his pen. I loved this bit because he grabs like a fountain pen <laughs> and the boogeyman grows like one of his nails to attack and mm-hmm. it's this sword staff fight yes. and he's like, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> and the uh, boogeyman makes one of the other nails grow. And he's like, the pen is mightier than two swords. <laughs> but I don't know if it's any match for a fingernail because it because cu- the boogeyman cuts the pen in half. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, they uh, do their fight. They uh, wrap it up just in time. Uh, Francis rigs up. The, she uses a paperclip and a battery and rigs up the tentrifuge. Yeah. They attach the jumper cables to the fingernails. Owie. Like, Yuck. that just seemed so painful. Um, they make the boogie band age, but the device doesn't work entirely. Um, and it Francis finally reveals to us who the boogeyman really is, why the boogeyman's been after her this whole time. It's revenge because she had an imaginary friend named Zoe and she stopped believing when, you know, after Darwin got sick, she decided she has to grow up. So she stopped believing and there you go. So everything that's been happening, it was Francis's fault. It was yeah. Francis's fault the whole Fuck you, time. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. once that happens, uh, she, you know, they hug. They and hug. It's nice. That so, moment was really nice. So then, Boogeyman turns into Boogie yeah. Girl. Boogie Posen. What? <laughs> and yeah, so the the face melts away, and then they're back in the bedroom, and Larry's like, "What the heck? The Boogeyman's a girl." And yeah, this was weird. Um, I don't get it, but okay. Um, because it was a male actor, and then we've got this uh, woman now. But Larry played both versions of himself. Now that you say it, it is weird. Um, but what I had assumed was that the male boogeyman we saw was who Larry could see, the projection that he could see, Mm -hmm. who he believed. Whoa! And whoa! Yeah, maybe. I'm just. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. And then when it was revealed, when she could see, then we all got to know her true identity. Interesting. All right. I'm gonna throw that out there as my fan theory. So Zoe, very pretty, and she's in. Uh, she's in. She's like an equestrian outfit, like yeah, 1800s clothing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want it like colonial French kind of outfit. Yes, totally. And she's British, Mm -hmm. which I enjoyed. 
and um, it like later like and yeah she <laughs> i loved i remember this from the movie always like a boogie person yes <laughs> not boogie man it's boogie person um so imaginary friend who has a flair for feeling oh sorry <laughs> we went over that a boogie person um so larry and darwin are on good terms again uh they're gonna write out the remainder of their friendship together because he's eventually gonna stop believing in him anyway but at least right. it won't be too soon it won't be too soon he won't have to turn into a boogeyman <laughs> uh then the dad and mom come barging in mm-hmm. and the mom's just like oh by the way honey we just found out that this is happening in a bunch of other places yeah so really your dad weird is sorry and some half <laughs> some half-assed attempted they forgive her and they believe in her you, again or... we believe in you and we're sorry weird uh, the um they go away silly um yeah, yeah they go away and uh, Larry and uh, Zoe decide to team up and work together because Larry is kind of incompetent, according to Zoe. Cause, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the voice in his head tells him like, hey, yo, Centerville. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? Go check it out. Because apparently right. Larry is now a boogie buster. Boogie buster. <laughs> um, and Zoe's going to help him out. And they're saying their goodbyes, and, you know, Francis realizes, like, oh, she's not going to see either of them ever again. Yeah, because it's she's time. she's too old. And like, they tell you know. her, like, yeah, you're too old for this now. Um, I um, did like this line from Zoe. She says, you know, hey, only real friends last forever. Yeah. That was a pretty fucking good line. That was I a was good not line. expecting from that a That was decom. a good line. Um, You yeah. know, and they say their goodbyes, and it's like, hey, you know what? It's like, I, I'm not too old for this, and... I believe in you. And then Larry. This made me Kisses her. I agree. It made me cringe too. I was like, why? It was not warranted. I don't see why it was earned at all. Because we've already established through other DCOMs, they don't have to kiss every DCOM. Absolutely. And especially like Johnny Tsunami didn't end that way. And that was, they had way more chemistry and like we're actually going for a boyfriend girlfriend thing. I was not getting any sort of chemistry in that way between these two. Only the forced chemistry that she had. Oh, Um, that's right. Oh, right. Oh, oh, right. This man who follows me around. (laughs) Um, No, I really fucking hated that. Didn't like that. So much. I was like, you know, this movie would have been 10 times better without this fucking kiss at the end. Like, I hated it. Which is going to infuriate you even more when you find out the fact that the director, like, fought for that kiss. Why? And the fact that. The, apparently, the executives at Disney at the time kind of fought against him on this kiss because it was in the script. And originally, Larry was not going to be a black actor. Uh, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, this guy, this wonderful actor, earns the part. And now, and uh, the kiss at the end now becomes an issue because Disney doesn't know if they're comfortable or their southern affiliates or partners or whatever oh, really? will be comfortable with the fact that an interracial kiss will be happening. Is that real? Yeah. That happened? Oh, yeah. that's upsetting. And so the director had to fight for it. So it's a, it is a really tangled situation because it's like, A, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. wanted the kiss in the first place, whether regardless. Like, I wouldn't have written yeah, the kiss Yeah, I didn't know overall. that, by the way, going into that. No, no. I just didn't like I know. the kiss. Exactly. And no, he... that's, it's it's just character-based. like character based. It's just, it's not earned. Like, it's, they didn't, yeah, no. I guess they were trying to go for the Peter Pan and Wendy thing, but it yes. it didn't work. Like mm-hmm. Peter Pan and Wendy have way more chemistry. <laughs> uh, these two cartoon people. No. Um. Anyways, yeah. yeah, I hated that so much. Um. But I, isn't that crazy? Like that happened like around the whole thing. But so really weird situation. But no, overall, like my whole thing is like I just don't think the kiss is earned. But the fact. But then when you find out about 
the whole hullabaloo around it. It's like, you know what? All right. I, you should fucking fight for that kiss. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, so, so if it was a kiss to make a point, I get, but see, again, like, this is why it's yeah. uncomfortable for the actress. Like, the, um, you know, so it's like, you know, yeah. I guess we could say she was kissing her childhood goodbye. I suppose. Because now she's a grown up, guys. Right. Um, so yeah, they go their separate way. Larry, uh, yep. And, uh, they go away. Yep, and then and she can be friends with Joe again for some reason, I guess. I did like the symmetry, like, at the very, very end when she was cuddling with her little brother on the bed. That was very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked seeing the two imaginary friends above them. Oh, you did? You See, I wrote that. that I think it was meant to be heartwarming, but came across as a little eerie. It was a little Weird. creepy. They looked like ghosts. <laughs> I'll give you that. They looked like and ghosts. And, like, the the smile they gave wasn't like, it's like, oh, they're going to be all right. It was, mm, we're going to kill them now. <laughs> <laughs> we can turn into boogie people anytime we want. <laughs> and then that's, yeah, they fade away. And then that's basically, that's the end. That's the end. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess we got into it. Like, overall, like, I just felt like the message was muddled. Like, I couldn't. It was, yeah. So I did enjoy the world, though. That seemed the they world did a really cool. good job at the world. And, you know, this was definitely the scariest decom I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, want me to do my reviews? Or are you Sure. Do... Okay, Go cool. for the reviews. Okay. So Amanda Lisenby says, it wasn't bad it wasn't a bad movie. It was just too scary for my three and four year old. Mm-hmm. Not the movie's fault. It's mine. And that was a one star. Mm-hmm. Uh, this re- this Amazon has an 89% on this. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so this one says, this one's by Amazon customer. And it says, I, and it's five stars. It says, I have been looking for a way to watch this movie for a while now. I was so excited to finally show my younger relatives what an amazing Disney Channel original movie it is. Hmm. I loved being able to watch it on any of my devices as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots and nice. lots and lots of five stars. People say Pretty it's their positive. favorite. Yeah. Um, this was directed by Kenneth Johnson. Johnson wrote and directed a lot of 70s era television, including the adaptations of The Incredible Hulk, the original mm. for the television, when it starred Lou Ferrigno as the green-skinned giant. Since Don't Look Under the Bed, Johnson directed has uh, directed no further DCOMs. This was his only one. Mm-hmm. So one and done. And his uh, last... Uh, credit is as a director in 2007 for an episode of the uh, Fast Money TV series. Mm-hmm. This was written by Mark Edward Edens. He wrote for lots of notable 80s and 90s cartoons, such as the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated RoboCop, and the acclaimed X-Men animated series. Wow. Available on Disney+. Plus. Um, the uh, Some of the main actors we got going on here. So Francis was played by Aaron Chambers, who was born in Portland, Oregon. Whoop, whoop. Hello. She looks like a Portland girl. She's Mormon. Um, she's <laughs> been on stage and screen for years. Notable roles include a uh, nominated performance as uh, Joanna in uh, the... Oh, sorry, Joanna in Sweeney Todd at the Pacific Conservatory of the Performing Arts. Cool. And she was also in General Hospital for a long time nice. and uh, Days of Our Lives, I believe. Awesome. Ty Hodges or Eric Ty Hodges was the guy who played Larry, and we kind of t- we talked about him. He was on Even Stevens. He's kind of writing and directing now. He's got a movie in development. Cool. Um, that he's writing, directing, and starring in. Um, the Boogeyman, uh, Boogeyman. Not the 
boogie person, the boogie man, <laughs> uh, is played by Steve Valentine. He's from Scotland, and uh, mm-hmm. he went on to act on lots of TV and film, now has a steady role as uh, providing voices for the Mickey movie mix-up, mm. uh, or sorry, Mickey Mouse mixed-up adventures. Zoe was played by Rachel Kimsey. Uh, she's the voice of Wonder Woman in the animated series Justice League Action and uh, several other soap operas. Oh, my God. That's awesome. She was really good. I liked her. Um, super pretty. Yeah, beautiful. Um, uh, Don't Look Under the Bed is the one of very few DCOMs to receive a TV PG rating. <laughs> um mom's got a date with a vampire was another one they like the scary um, ones don't they halloween town mm-hmm. had a pg rating anything that was like a little bit scary a they were bit. like we're yep. just gonna throw exactly pg in front of this Mm-hmm. and then okay and so let's check in with our friend miss aubrey page over at collider magazine who yeah. took the liberty of in 2016 arranging the whole list of a hundred of the decoms that were available at the time, and she ranked them from one to one hundred. One hundred being the worst, one being the best. Um, and we've been kind of following it along, and so "Don't Look Under the Bed" uh, falls on the list at number twenty. Wow. So, Casey, number twenty. Ooh. Do you think that's a little high, a little low, or just right for "Don't Look Under the Bed"? Okay, I think it's a little high. I do too. Oh, thank God, because mm-hmm. I was nervous. Um, I went into this <laughs> thinking I was gonna fucking love this movie, and I loved all the boogeyman parts. Exactly, I love. It's so weird. But it's like, like twenty it... minutes of an hour and twenty minute movie that I love. There you go. And all of the rest of it, I kind of hated. It it's bit. the plot. Like the plot does. Like first of all, doesn't make too much sense, and so everything else is inconsequential because Francis is so one note because her only thing is like no this isn't happening this isn't happening this isn't <sighs> happening yeah and <sighs> all the adults were kind of annoying um i did like the symmetry of like because at first too i was like that poor brother doesn't get to be involved with any of this but then i was like oh this is her fun. saving him well it's all his pent-up aggression already he has. <laughs> did but i loved the brother I do not <laughs> but yeah no um I definitely a little high. Um, so would you say top fifty or bottom fifty? Bottom. Bottom fifty. Ooh, I don't know if I'd go. I that don't know far. yet. Maybe. I don't know oh, yet. Man. I have to see mm. if there's fifty that it's I like true. more. But yeah. I know that there. Well, we're not even. We don't even have to do a hundred. So that's even like that's oh, crazier. We're doing. I definitely 60. know that. Like out of all of the ones we've seen, this is in the bottom three for me. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, see, it's yeah, it's interesting. We just started a list. Like this one would go pretty low. This one would go down there with yeah. I think those guys. Well, so so okay. So that brings us to the rating of our individual ratings. So, out of ten, sweaty socks. There we go. You want to go first? Ten sweaty socks. I give this one a five. I hesitate. Like I'll give it a five. I... A five, like it, 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 it is perfectly in the middle because I don't hate it. No, I don't hate like it. It, it does. I immensely enjoyed some of it. Totally, and like I mean, Larry, like Larry was great. Um, again, such but, a good character. But even he is flawed in that. I, he's just too intense sometimes. I'm just like, ah, I don't know how I can get on board with you. Yeah, totally. Um. Okay, so I gave it a five. What are you thinking? 
I also give it a five. I was like debating five. I was debating six. I know. Yeah. But I don't quite think that it's up enough for me to give it a six. Yep. Exactly. Um. Yep. So I, I'm going to stick with the five. Yeah. Five cool. sweaty socks. Five sweaty socks. So ten. it's it's the middle of the road one. It's and I great. think that's good. It's because it was, I again, we'll give it credit for, it's it's the last Jedi of the, <laughs> the DCOMs. Totally. Where it's like, it's individual, it's different, but you know, you left me wanting a little bit. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for this one, the scariest of the DCOMs. That's right. And uh, we talked about how they took it up, would take it off the air and stuff like that. Yes. Okay. Um, awesome, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. So, hey. Tune in next week. Uh, we will be covering the movie Horse Sense. Yes. And the world will never be the same again. This is our first Lawrence Brothers decom. So That's I'm really right. looking forward to that. But you can also you can follow our podcast at our on Instagram at Disney Channel Surfers. That's right. You can also follow us individually. Me at Jacobine Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. We've also got a Facebook. Like us, share us rate us um we are at disney channel surfers on facebook and disney channel surfers at gmail.com as well send us an email uh you can listen to us wherever podcasts are available google Podcasts, spotify all that good stuff get on old apple podcasts and give us a review subscribe and uh recommend us to all your friends this has been great oh i love this so much so fun all right well i gotta go check under my bed and hit the sack (laughs) bye Oh, hold on. Sorry. (laughs) We're not doing all that over again. No, that's fine. I won't do it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's fine. How's your clove juice? (laughs) Good. Um, Okay. What were we talking about? Nostalgia.